Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. World's richest industrialised nations, known as the G7, which includes the EU, have discussed imposing costs on Russia for its invasion of Ukraine. Alongside sanctions, which have now been in place for five months, uh, they have now or they are now proposing a cap on the price paid for oil. But this could have major unintended consequences for users and consumers. Joining me now to discuss it is James Bevan, who's a specialist consultant in this area. Good morning, James. Good morning. Can you outline as best you can? I know things are very sketchy at the moment, James. Can you outline what what you think the G7 will do in order to impose some sort of cap on the price of Russian oil? Absolutely. The G7 have indicated they're working on the detail, but what they have outlined in conversations thus far is that they will permit the insurance of Russian uh, oil exports where they are subject to the agreed price cap, and they will not uh, allow insurance. They will continue the current embargo on insurance where there is uh, any expectation of violation of the price cap. So they are using uh, ancillary uh, and associated activities in the insurance markets to try to ensure that any shipments are within the price cap. It's quite interesting. It's a kind of going around the problem because uh, less well-off countries that haven't been part of the oil embargo, and I'm thinking especially of India, uh, they're getting Russian oil at a seriously discounted rate. So this is some way of trying to deal with that problem without punishing India too much. Uh, indeed, and, and it is widely expected that China has also been purchasing oil at a, at a significantly discounted price, implying that the worldwide cap on pricing may not have any real impact. But one has to anticipate that the G7 does a lot of talking and implementing these uh, ambitious expected measures will prove extremely difficult. But it also shows, James, that um, the power that the G7 countries have by way of insurance. So the seven countries that are in the G7 plus the EU um, basically dominate the global insurance market. And if you want your shipping uh, products or your products to be somehow covered by the likes of AXA um, or Allianz or one of those, you might have to look seriously at this issue. That's entirely correct. The G7 has immense power in both insurance and in banking. And of course, they can equally say that if any uh, oil revenues pass through banks under the aegis of G7, particularly associated with dollar uh, flows, then they can shut those off as well. So they do have a lot of power. Um, uh, Very briefly, do you think it'll work? Personally, I don't think it will work because uh, there are enough countries outside of the G7 who will be prepared to sell oil at any price to any purchase. And at the moment, we have a global excess of demand relative to supply. And the rationing process for oil has therefore been through price. If we are going to have a price cap, then we will have to have an alternative process for rationing the available oil. And of course, the real challenge for many consumers is the lack of uh, the capacity to get the products of oil, so petrol, because the number of distilleries that have been built in recent years has been phased down. Does it ever work? Or did, I mean, you and I have been around for a good few years. Does it ever work when you impose controls on the price of a globally traded commodity? 
extremely rarely there are a, a very few cases where the product is uh, produced by a, a very small number of people and where the product is very strictly defined but as you rightly identify where there is an homogenous product that is traded globally i can think of no prior example where this has been successful um russia appears appears now we don't know because we, you know they don't have a free press over there not to be suffering as much financially as the west had hoped uh, when the invasion started and the sanctions train pulled into the station Russia is, in practice, a very small economy. We think of it as a huge landmass of a vast army, but its economy is uh, small. And the average Russian has been prepared or able to put up with significant economic pain for years in a way that would not be possible within a, a democratic economy where if politicians attempted to impose hard measures, uh, there would be an ousting at the next election. With Russia, of course, there is no uh, general election and therefore there is no opportunity for the people to voice their disapproval. Yeah, indeed. Well, I mean, they have elections, but they are so rigged that it's not an election as we would know it. And there's certainly none of the canvassing and hustings and uh, political jousting that you and I are used to. James, thank you so much for, for coming on News Talk. That's James Bevan, who is a specialist advisor and consultant. Um, and hopefully we'll have him back with his views in, in, in next time. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.